Hello and welcome to the Journey to Wellness podcast with Jane and Luke. My name is Luke and in this episode today we're talking about the science of self-care. So what self-care really means beyond some of the ideas of what many of us have, ways to support ourselves, to feel our best, to be more productive, to feel happier, to let go of depression and anxiety and just live a healthier and happier life. I hope you enjoy this episode and take a few things away from it. Maybe inspire yourself to look after yourself in whatever way that feels right for you. If you're enjoying this podcast, please leave a review as it really helps us out. And anyway, enjoy the podcast, The Science of Self-Care. Today, we're going to be talking about the science of self-care. So practices that you can do that are evidence-based or like scientifically proven to help you to feel better as we were talking about in our last podcast on managing difficult thoughts maybe one of the things you can do to support yourself these sort of rituals of looking after yourself and so maybe some ones that could be good a lot of you might have something that you already go to that you like to do which could be like exercising, going for a walk in the forest, having a bath, um, doing some yoga, spending time with friends, and we'll just talk about maybe some ones that Jane would recommend to clients and maybe some that we really enjoy as well, just to kind of inspire you of some things that you could try that you might not have tried before. And so, I'll ask you, Jane, if I was coming to you again as a client and I was like, okay, so I'm noticing my thoughts. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm noticing I'm feeling really stressed. I'm actually, oh, wow, I'm quite anxious as well. And um, yeah, I've been feeling a bit depressed and I've been hearing about self-care and I, I, I like, don't really know if, I've, if it's the right thing for me. Like, it sounds a bit weird. Like, I've never really even tried looking after myself before, like, what what sort of things would you have to say about that or oh yeah a great question luke (laughs) and and often yeah i do get clients that are maybe feeling depressed or anxious or have trauma that that presents as depression or anxiety yeah and they feel like they can't get out of bed or they can't or if they do get out of bed they just want to watch tv and when tv doesn't work they might think oh look i'll just have a i'll just i'll just have a glass of wine or i'll just have a shot of vodka or whatever it is or some weed or what whatever and then i'll go back to bed and it becomes a vicious cycle and then they come to me saying I've had enough I don't want to feel like this anymore yeah and I guess the first thing I say is it actually does take some effort because to change things you've got to do something that's different yeah and and so depression and anxiety uh, the Winston Churchill who was the famous leader in the second world war he talked about he had his black dog and his black dog would be on his shoulder and he'd be so depressed. And he'd make, he'd make mention of it, oh, my black dog's here today. And he, I think he drank quite a bit and he also smoked 
cigars. And, and we do these things to avoid our emotions or to avoid feeling anything often. Yeah. It can numb us and avoid having to do stuff. And so the first thing is we're going to have to change something. And I have some clients that are really, really depressed. And I say, so just even put your timer on your phone for five minutes and put your walking shoes on, put your tracksuit pants on, something comfy, and your whole mind and body is going to be screaming, I don't want to do this, I don't want to do this, I just want to lie down, I feel like crap. Just five minutes is all I'm asking. Put your five, in your day, five minutes is nothing. Get your shoes on. If you're able to, walk briskly for two and a half minutes in one direction up the road and then walk briskly back home. And if you can, make a mental note of how you're feeling before you did this and then how you're feeling after you did this. Mm. And essentially that's biofeedback. They're getting information and nine times out of ten, or I would say ten times out of ten, although well, I don't want to be too you know, extreme about this, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but... I, I get my clients saying, I did feel better. Yeah. It might have only been a little bit better, but I did feel better. Yeah. And then when they do it every day, they can up the five minutes to ten minutes. Yeah. And it could even be, if, if the person doesn't want to go out of the house, if they've got a little trainer a, a, a stationary bicycle in the house or an elliptical trainer or something like that do that for five minutes mm. yeah or even i suppose you could do like push-ups or star jumps or absolutely just, like jump around absolutely put on a five minute long song or a couple of songs and like dance and move your body absolutely absolutely yeah. and there's so much evidence to say that this really does help us yeah and and I love the analogy that some people use that because when depression anxiety trauma is locked in our body it is locked literally locked in ourselves yeah and as well as our head our mind it's locked in the body in different places it can be tighter in certain places locked in the neck the jaw the shoulders uh, the, the heart area, the chest area, the back, the hips, the knees. And so when the analogy is when we move our bodies, even for five minutes, it's like dipping a dirty rag into a crystal clear stream yeah. and we're squeezing out all that gunk and then it, we, we're cleaning it, cleaning everything out just yeah. by moving our bodies. 
Mm. And we literally are like increasing our breath. We're helping to breathe out more carbon dioxide, breathing out these products of respiration, increasing our blood flow to our organs, to our brain, increasing cerebrospinal fluid flow, which is the fluid that flows on your, around your brain and down your spinal cord and transports nutrients to your brain. So you're literally helping to clean out your brain, clean out your body and yeah it's really powerful yeah incredibly powerful yeah and yeah. so like you said a lot of a lot of us maybe have these ways so self-care could be almost like changing these things that we maybe do to try and look after ourselves like maybe like okay i can't feel this right now so i go smoke some weed and oh yeah cool man like it's fine for a few hours and then oh no like feeling this again later or maybe we smoke a cigarette and we're like oh i feel relaxed mm. and why is that oh wow because i took some time and i breathed deeply and mm. maybe i could just take some time and breathe deeply or drinking alcohol to forget about my problems okay maybe i could go for a run and start actually helping myself to heal and work on the kind of root of why i'm feeling this rather than just spending my life trying to run away and not feel this and like actually okay i'm ready to move forward now and like take these steps and do the work and it could just be something as simple as doing a five minute walk five minute run elliptical cycle movement dance yeah absolutely absolutely and i i mean probably people have heard of forest bathing and it was kind of a new agey type thing but it was I think it was from a Japanese study yeah. and they did research about how beneficial it is to get into the forest to get into the greenery mm. so um, that it so going for a five minute walk let's say in a nice greeny grassy um, area versus um, state highway, main state highway, main where all the cars are going up and down. Being in a forest with the birds tweeting and the sun glinting off the leaves, or even if it's raining and hearing the raindrops pitter-patter onto your umbrella and feeling warm and cosy in your raincoat yeah. can be so therapeutic as well. And forest bathing might sound a bit woo-woo or a bit new age but it really is a thing yeah that it just helps dampen down or calm down our whole neural system our, our brain our bodies and it's almost like our bodies are going oh i can relax now yeah as you see the twoies tweeting around or um you know hearing the birds mm. looking looking out to a view that might have a sea view. Yeah. Yeah, so also you could go for a walk at a beach. Yeah. Like, yeah, so, yeah, like you say, it, many people might think that sounds like a far-out thing, but there is actually a lot of evidence showing that when we connect back to nature, like, it can just be about going out and getting fresh air, but it does really have an effect on our nervous system and helps us to relax more. Totally. And like we were, you and I were talking about before we started this podcast about this, that saying, 
neurons that fire together in our brain wire together. They create new neural pathways. So the more we do this, the more we're going to see the benefits of it. And if we do it once and go, oh, well, I didn't feel that good. I maybe felt a little bit better, but it's not enough. I, I just urge people to just keep trying it. Just do five minutes. What's five minutes out of your day? But you can do more. Sure, yeah. you can do more. Yeah, and mm. so I think as well, like you said, it's really important to maybe notice how you're feeling before, just making a mental note, and then maybe noticing how you feel after, and maybe, oh, I don't feel much better today. But if you do it over a long enough time, maybe one day, oh, wow, I, I actually I do feel better today. And you're literally, like you said, neurons that fire together wire together as you're noticing that you're feeling better you're actually like rewiring your brain teaching your body that this is a new healthy thing to do and as you start to know that it feels good you're automatically going to want to do it more because you're like oh yeah i know that feels good and maybe you're like feeling a bit tired one day and you're like oh yeah i could i'll have some vodka i have a shot of vodka or i have i'll smoke a joint to chill out and it's like oh no actually oh, exercise, I can do that. And it's not just not bad for me, it's actually good for me. Mm. And so learning to shift from these maybe negative coping mechanisms to self-care, which could be like more positive. Absolutely. Coping or just things to do to feel good, which we all need to do as humans. Absolutely. And something that can be really helpful as well which gives us feedback and we wire things in more strongly. But many of my clients say they forget to do this and there's, you, you don't have to do it. But if you remember to do it, it can just be more powerful is to have a little notebook or a little bit of paper and when, when you're, and you're thinking, okay, I'm, I'm going to do my, this five-minute walk or whatever, whatever, and note, note down how your mood is, how your anxiety is. So you might go on a scale of 0 to 10, thinking, yeah, well, my mood is 0 is the worst it could possibly be and 10 is the best or the you know healthiest it's ever been. And you might think, well, um, yeah, I'm probably a 0 0.5 and my anxiety is, um, you know, 10 could be the highest anxiety, yeah. <clears throat> 0 the lowest anxiety. Yeah, my anxiety is at a 10. And just noticing that, writing it down, going for the walk, trying to do it, getting a bit of, getting a bit of that you know, um, oxygen pumping through, um, getting your heart going, and then noticing what it's like afterwards. And it might be the mood could have lifted to a 5 or it could have lifted to a 2. But if it's lifted at all, that means there has been some change. Yeah. And the anxiety could have gone down from a 10 to a 9. Mm. Or it could have gone down to a 5. Whatever it is, it is something. And just to think, well, wow, what was, what's the change? It's gone down one. Okay, I'll try it again tomorrow. Yeah, so it's like you said, I think, in the last podcast about becoming like almost like a curious scientist or just a curious child, like... Oh, okay, I wonder what's going to happen when I do this. Oh, wow, look, I feel better. Or, yeah, and noticing, oh, yeah. Yeah. Look, look, I've written it down. 
there's the numbers right here. I was feeling 10 before, now I'm feeling five. That, that's a difference. I've, I've actually changed my brain and changed my body in five minutes, 10 minutes. Yeah, and, and as well as that, if you've got it, if you can, but there's no judgment if you can't either. Because yeah. it's what, I think one size does not fit all and we've all got to do what works for us. But if it works and you're that sort of person, you can track this over maybe a month to six weeks if you do it every day, every second day, and just start to notice if there is a change. It might have gone from 10 to a 9 to an 8 to a 7, and just to notice the difference. It really, really can be powerful over time. And often when we think, oh, I don't feel like it's made much change, because I'm a six, and then you look back and think, shivers, I was a 10, yeah. now I'm a six, if it was anxiety, or the other way around for depression, yeah. and thinking, wow, wow, what has, yeah, I must have been in a much darker place than I am now. Yeah, so having maybe like a journal where you can look back and see how much you have changed over, because a little bit of effort each day can add up to so much over a month, two months, six months, a year. And that's one of my favorite phrases, a little goes a long way. Yeah. Beautiful. And so we've talked about like walking or moving or whatever, and I was wondering if maybe you could talk about some things that you like to do for self-care, some, some other things that might be good for people to do. One of the things I love to do is walking, yeah. and I don't mind walking if it's rainy or sunny, and I will notice how I'm feeling beforehand. I might be feeling a little bit sluggish. It could be as a result of, um, <clears throat> dare I say it, a pie I've eaten for lunch, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I might, might be feeling sluggish or a bit blur, yeah. and then go for the walk, noticing the sunshine or the rain, noticing the smells, noticing all sorts of things and then coming back and thinking, wow, I'm really glad I did that. I didn't feel like doing it, but I'm glad I did it. Yeah. Another thing that I do is I really love yoga yeah. because I see the benefits and often I don't feel like doing it beforehand and I do it because of COVID, etc., I find it easiest to do it. I have a teacher I really like. The teacher I like is Adrian, Yoga with Adrian, and she's got yoga for all sorts of things. She has her 30 day challenge. She's got, and she doesn't know me at all. I'm, I'm not endorsing her for any reason other than she's very, very good. Yeah. And that I notice that moving my body in, yoga postures really really helps helps support my self-care in a really really good way I also do Pilates as well once a week I do have a teacher for that that I go to and again that's really really good I go to that in the evening and I always sleep really well on a night that I've done Pilates yeah. and the other thing I do for self-care is I have a gratitude buddy so I have a very, very good friend of mine. It was actually her idea, not mine. And every day we email each other with one thing that we're grateful for. 
and could we're allowed to have three things or more if we want to but it just has to be one thing that we're grateful for and that's another really powerful self-care thing because you can start to think everything's bad or everything's dark and if you have a gratitude buddy we can still be grateful for our comfy bed or the fact that we live in New Zealand. Yeah, well, we got to have something nice for dinner or, yeah, I, I took five minutes, I went for a walk and I'm feeling a bit better. I really like that one. So that could be something cool for people to do. Find a, a good friend and say, like, hey, I've heard about this thing. Would you like to give it a try? Gratitude buddy. And it could be email or message or whatever or Snapchat each other a video. Like, Absolutely. I'm grateful for one thing or if you're having a good day it could be more but just like thinking of one thing that yeah I really like that that's cool yeah and I guess I could briefly talk about what I like to do as well so for me like the same definitely yoga that's something that's helped me so much over my life and there is so much science behind it as well as we've either talked about it in this one or another one and I'm sure we'll do a podcast about like the science of yoga in the future, but moving your body, the deep breathing, like relaxing your nervous system from sympathetic to parasympathetic. So the deep breathing is literally telling your body, like it's okay to slow down, it's okay to relax. And even if we are feeling stressed, like that conscious breathing over five minutes, 10 minutes, it can shift the whole state of our body and literally lower levels of cortisol, which is the hormone that is used that's like what is produced when we're stressed and you can actually measure that if you if you ever have the um the gear to do so you could measure your salivary cortisol before breathing and after and actually see it drop which is amazing so definitely yoga and from that breath work and i've done some videos about the science of breath work deep conscious breathing how that can help us that's something that i've been doing for the last few years as well and always is so powerful for helping me to feel amazing and I've done some guided practices on that and again I'm sure we're going to do a podcast going real deep about how the breath can help us other things eating healthy food eating something I know is really healthy always makes me feel good and I love to make like a smoothie each day with like lots of greens from our garden bananas dates and some like flax seeds all sorts of stuff talk about food in another podcast as well just some kind of ideas for now i'm also going for a run or a bike ride i like kind of more intense exercise so like going for a good run going for a bike ride in the forest or just around the streets doing a workout like this could be more intense yoga some like calisthenics high intensity interval training there's this great guy on YouTube, Joe Wicks. If you search him up, he's got heaps of like hit, that's high intensity interval training, like body weight ones, or if you have dumbbells or kettlebells or whatever. And yeah, having a bath, that's really nice. Like it's not something I do super often, but if you're like at the end of the week or something, if you really want to relax, like making a nice bath, lighting some candles, maybe some essential oils, it's a really great way to relax and yeah those are probably like the main things that come to mind for now but mm, yeah. wonderful some some really great things in there 
Yeah, absolutely. And the final one, I suppose, would be meditation. And that's something I always take time to do like pretty much every morning and evening. And again, meditation is powerful because you're taking that time to slow down, to breathe, to, as we talked about in the last podcast, noticing your thoughts, noticing, oh, wow, I'm not my thoughts. I can actually observe them. So I, I'm not actually this person or these thoughts or this, these ideas. I can see them and I can help to, I can literally just observe them or I can help to shift that to something more positive or even just observing it is enough. And yeah, awesome. So there's a lot of ideas there. And again, like whatever you do to feel good, like you can do it just five minutes yeah. or you can do an hour, whatever works for you, but just dipping your toe in and starting. Yeah. And I guess what we're, we're talking about, like it's all about your own journey and like whatever works for you. And like, I like going for a bike ride, but not everyone was going to like that. And mm. like some people might like something and other people won't. And it's finding what works for you, something that you know is healthy, that feels good, that supports you and something that you want to keep doing, like making it fun. Maybe you love to put on your favorite song and dance as we we're talking about, like, yeah, make it fun, something that you want to keep doing. Maybe find a gratitude body. I really like that. Awesome. So thank you for listening to this podcast, Journeys to Wellness with Jane and Luke, The Science of Self-Care. Tune in next time. We're going to continue discussing more evidence-based practices for mental, emotional, and overall well-being and helping you to live your best life, basically. Boom. <laughs>